in the air to deep left. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. Another home run for Gio Urshela. Gio Urshela, the most happy fella. No, he's the most happy fella. What he's doing is absolutely amazing. Two two-run home runs in the first three innings after two home runs in Baltimore last night. And the Yankees now take a 5-0 lead. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another special edition of Trilogy Sports Podcast. I am Nick representing New York, and I figured we'd do a special New York edition of the podcast and talk some Yankees baseball. I'm once again joined by... My two friends, they uh, were also on the Knicks podcast that we did uh, about a month ago. I'm joined by Big Joe and Matt. How are you guys doing this evening? What's going on, man? Happy to be here. Great. Fantastic. Just as good as the Yankees are doing right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's it. Are you feeling Are you feeling as good as Gio Urshela right now? I don't think that's possible to feel as good as him at the moment. <laughs> Dude, what's, what? what's good with Gio Urshela right now? They got... The guy, he's played basically every – he has over 300 at-bats. He's hitting 323. Like, this is no longer a, oh, yeah, he's played a couple games and he's hot. No, this guy's done it basically the whole season. He's playing gold glove defense, and he has 16 home runs, four in the last two nights. You know, it's it's one of these guys who, you know what, he got an opportunity early in the season, and he's just kind of ran with it ever since. Um you know, one of the better two-way third basemen in the game right now, and he's just he's just hitting on all cylinders. And the Yankees found something in him. I guess you know credit their analytics department, the front office, what what have you. But they saw something in him, and they kind of changed some things. Uh, you know, in, in the beginning of the season, and it's worked. And he's just kind of rode it all the way here into August. And he, and, he, and that's the thing. He's twenty. He's only twenty-seven. So still young. He's, he's, like he's not a you know like a, a guy who's been in the, his whole career like he hasn't been good up until this point but maybe it clicked maybe he found it and you know what here's an interesting question and I was I was thinking about this before one of my other friends actually I was talking about let's say everyone gets back healthy and that's that's a huge if at this point based on how the season's gone but if everyone's back who's the odd man out because right now there's no way that Gio Rochelle is not starting at third base in the playoffs. Well, I'll I'll say this, it kind of kind of it's kind of going to work itself out in the interim, at least for the rest of the regular season. Because with September call-ups coming, you kind of don't need to really rejigger the the twenty-five man roster yet. I'm talking, right. I'm talking, I'm talking playoffs. Who everyone's healthy? Who's who's in? Who's out? Because if you got Gio at third and DJ at first, then you're you're taking out Voight or Encarnacion. And if Stan's playing DH, then you're taking out Voight and Encarnacion. And then, or you're taking out Talkman. Like, I mean, it's a good problem to have. And there's been no point this season where everyone's been playing together. So that probably won't happen. But it's just insane that we're sitting here saying, there's no way I could take Gio Urshela and Mike Talkman off my playoff starting roster. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, Mike, if you look at Mike Talkman, he's closing in on 300. Like you said, Urshela's over... <laughs> 320 right now. Um, I mean, he's Cameron Maben's hitting 328. He's hitting 331. <laughs> I mean, that, the, who, who saw that coming? Yeah, it, it really is. Has been next man up. I mean, I don't even. It's going to be a tough decision. Luckily, we have what six or seven weeks to 
figure out, you know, these guys, their status, uh, you know, with recovery and, and everything. And we, we got, we got some time to figure this out, but I, and, and, I have yeah. no clue. And you know what? I, I really think, you know, if you look at the current roster now, there's 13 pitchers. I don't think we need to carry 13 pitchers going into the playoffs. No, you know, so, ab- absent a 16 to one loss, like we had last year, do we really need a long man? Do you really need a guy who's going to kind of mop up? You know, you kind of just want to go with your, your, your top four relievers, you know, or maybe, maybe one long guy and, and then but, uh, in, in a four man rotation. So, you know, I think one of these pitchers could definitely, you know, do, do we need to see Sessa in the playoffs? I, 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 don't, I don't think so. I, you know? regardless, I, regardless, regardless, we're going to have to make at least one tough decision though. With, oh no. And, and here's the thing. I, I love, I love, I love CC Sabathia, but I'm sorry. He shouldn't be on the playoff roster. You know, he, he, he just shouldn't Sessa, Hale, Cortez, you know, you're going to – let's say Severino comes back, you'll have half as that long guy out of the bullpen, and then you'll set up the rotation with – I think it would be Tanaka, Paxton, Herman, and then green opening for a Severino game possibly. That would be my ideal. And then you have half out of the bullpen, and then you have green uh, – you have green, Adovino, Britton, uh, Canely, Batances if he gets back, and Chapman. That's your bullpen. And then you can carry – obviously, you got to carry Romine on the roster. And then you're going to have Talkman. Guardy, Urshela, and then, I mean, you're going to have to make a tough choice either way. Maybe keeping Maven off the roster, which is going to be tough, but so, someone's going to get left off this Especially roster. Especially with his speed. Yeah. But, I mean, Guardy has the speed too, though, so it, it, it's tough. It's, it is tough. It's a good problem to have. Did you, did you, did you, just, say, did you just say green opener for, for Seve? I, I kind of like that. I like that I, too, because if you think about it, like, at this point, What's Seve going to come back and have two starts, and then we're going to hit the playoffs? I mean, that's, that's a little like, sketchy to me. You know, I, mean? I don't think he's going to be stretched out enough where you can expect him to go out there and throw and throw six innings. And as it is, I think that the starters, and I, I hope this is how it's going to be, are going to have a very short leash in the playoffs. Uh, one time, two times, two times through the lineup max, and then you're going to see the bullpen start to get warmed up because that's the Yankees' strength. And that's what they they need to do. Get right into that bullpen as soon as possible. First sign of trouble, you got to get the bullpen in. Yeah, yeah. With, with as good as relievers we have, you you really can't mess around with more than twice through a lineup. Because no. I mean, every all of our top starters. You look at the Tanaka, Herman, even the Paxton. The third time through the lineup, their their averages are skyrocketing. So you you got to just you know after five six innings, you got to go right to not a Vino or Canely and and just and just kind of mow it down from there. And I also like, you know, Boone has not used guys three consecutive days, which is great, keeping guys fresh. But in the playoffs, you have those built-in off days in between, so you don't have to worry about that. You can use guys multiple days in a row, multiple games in a row, and it'll be just fine. Absolutely. Let's uh, let's transition quickly. Let's talk a little bit about the Red Sox series that uh, just took place. <laughs> you know, you know, nothing gives me greater pleasure than seeing the Red Sox be 16 games out of first place. They are 16 games behind us. After tonight's win, they'll be six. Oh, actually, they're winning. So it'll stay 16 games. But fuck Boston. You know, they won the World Series last year. You know, that's great. Uh, the Yankees obviously haven't won a World Series since 09. So that's what we're striving for. But if they want to talk about they, they, I, I, all the Red Sox fans say, you know, uh, I don't want to hear about the past, the Yankees World Series in the past. Well, now they're talking about the past. Last year was in the past. And guess what? The Yankees were never this mediocre. The Yankees were not 16 games behind the Red Sox last year. They won 100 games. You know, the Red Sox had a great season last year, but the Yankees 
buried, buried the Red Sox with their shitty starting pitching, their shitty bullpen. The Yankees absolutely buried them. I mean, um, as, as bad as we felt after the first three games in Boston was a complete 180 from this home series that we That's just finished up. Can we, can we talk about that for a second? Let, 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 let's, re, let's rewind a couple weeks, like a, a week and a half ago. We literally were acting as if the sky was falling. The last two to three weeks have been, for a Yankee fan, have been the biggest roller coaster of all time. It's been unreal. You know, in Boston, (laughs) we thought we were dead in the water. And and the the funny thing is the timing. It was just we were approaching the uh, the trade deadline, and we we just knew Cashman wasn't going to make a move. And we're we're freaking out. Every pitcher is getting shelled. What some of the stats uh, for our rotation for that? Tanaka gave up twelve earned. And, and, you know what? Even be, even before then, you can go to the Minnesota series where we won two out of three. But we, <laughs> gave, up, we gave up at least six runs a series, if I remember. At least Your seven runs got a, se- a game, I mean. Yeah, Paxton, Paxton gave up fucking runs upon runs in the first inning every game he pitched. Yesterday was the first game. And Paxton's looked a lot better. So like you said, from how we were, that the sky was falling, but they've kind of got it together. But that, that was bleak. It, it was bad. It oh, was bad. Dude, it, was, it, was. it was the worst possible timing, too, with the trade deadline looming and just a, no semblance of starting pitching. And, and with, with, with the Astros getting cranky, I, it, was, it was just, I mean, we're, we're, we're thinking, like, you know, what, what's next? Like, what, what, what is going to happen? But we, we definitely, God, God we definitely recovered. God forbid the bats take a series off. I mean, we were, like, we were dead <laughs> in the water, you know? I mean, that's the thing. Like, we're not scoring 10 runs. Oh, okay, we're screwed. We're, like, we're we're about to win our ninth game in a row, but, but honestly, like, <laughs> we're scoring like eleven runs a game, it's and ridiculous. we're still giving up. Like our pitching has not been good by any. Not it's not at all. The eighth, it's the top of the eighth right now. There's two runners on. We already have ten <laughs> runs. Judge is probably going to smack these guys in. It's every game we're scoring over ten runs. It's ridiculous. And and it's guy like they they've had what uh, five home runs in three straight games last night. The home runs were just – it's not even the big – there's no big guys left barely, but it, it's been last night Higashioka, two home runs. Higashioka and Romine have put up numbers that Gary Sanchez will put up in on his hottest of hot streaks. Like, they have been on fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you had Romine homer in two straight games. Higashioka, the stroker, two yeah, homers last night. night. The dead center. They I mean, went what, back to back What more could you night, want? What right? more could you want? They went back. Oh, to ba- they went back. They to did. Back twice last night, right? They definitely yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, back, back to back, belly to belly. It was uh, Higashioka and, and Maven. I think it was second time. Hammering, hammering. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, this, this team is the most fun team I can remember. I, I mean, I love the 2017 team, but this team is just amazing. Like, you want to hear something goofy though? Gary Sanchez is still leading the Yankees in homers. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, we've had Mike Talkman carry this offense for for like a week and a half stretch. I mean, I mean, we Mike Talkman was a shoe in this season. He was like the twenty sixth man. We got him for cash considerations. Dude, now, Judge now, is struggling. Now, Judge, now even, Judge, Judge has been struggling. Like and it now, hasn't even mattered. And now we're arguing if Talkman should be on the postseason roster <laughs> and, and be playing instead of Stanton. <laughs> I like there's there are guys who've called WFAN and said they'd rather have Talkman than a guy who's a, a former MVP and hit 59 <laughs> homers in the season 
and hit 20 in a, in a month practically in August of 2017. Well, I mean, sabermetrics and analytics, you see all these crazy Talkman stats, like his war is better than Bryce Harper's or something. I'm seeing all this crazy stuff, and like, it's hilarious. I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, by no stretch, my, but who knows? Like, maybe Mike Talkman, he's never really got an opportunity. Maybe he's, I mean, he's a great outfielder. He's, he's sneaky faces, athletic. Out maybe there. he's. I mean, he's not this good, I don't think. But... <laughs> no, no, he's not. I mean, if you look at some of these replacement guys, like, they have all the pieces. They just never put it together. Like, you look at an Urshela. He's got, he's got a great glove. He's got a nice, compact swing. And he's, he's just been driving the ball. And he, and he said prior to this year he never really found that swing where he drives the ball, you know, the other way or into the gaps. But, or you know, now he's driving the ball out of the ballpark. You see a guy like Mabin, who's been a professional – but now he's getting the opportunity to play every day on a consistent basis, and it's it's really paying off for these guys. I know you guys are in agreement with me, but the MVP of the team, possibly the MVP of the league, he has three more hits tonight. DJ Lemayhu, I mean, he's he's over three forty now. He just sets the table. Like he, I can't. It it might be the best free agent signing. Uh, oh, in our, oh like, in, if, in years, if if if, 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 if Trout didn't have thirty eight home runs or whatever it is, then maybe he would win MVP this year. It, it, it's crazy. I mean, I, I, the team. Let, let's talk about though, real quick. Uh, Glaber Torres. I mean, this is something that actually got me a little pissed off. He had that core injury Sunday. They pull him out. He gets the, the MRI done, and then the next day he's. They say he's fine. He goes to Baltimore. He plays. Clearly didn't look right. Struck out three times. They have him in there again the next day. Strikes out two times, and they pull him out. Now he's out. Why was he playing on Monday? Why was he in the lineup to begin with? Even if he's fine, precautionary, keep him out a couple games. Now I'm glad they haven't IL'd him, but they, they, there's, no, there, there's no reason to have him in there getting hurt. Like, we have Bres, – Breslick Valera has been just fine. Let him play second. We're fine. There, at this point, just – we need guys back for the playoffs. Oh, I mean, I mean, if you, if you, if the Yankees didn't have the record they they have right now, we would be talking about what an abomination the organization has been from a from a, from a medical perspective. I mean, look at all the guys who weren't supposed to be IL, got IL. How many people are on the IL? You know how they manage injuries. I mean, it, it's it's kind of a travesty if you, to be honest with you. But I mean, because they've been so good and because your replacements have have stepped in so amicably, it's it's like. You know, it, it gets forgotten, really. It I gets mean, forgotten, yeah. I mean, call it – I mean, we're going to win this game tonight, so call it 76. Uh, so you got 47 games left. I mean, to win 100 games, you got to win – you got to go 24 and 23. I mean, we're easily going to do that. 29 and 18 will get you 105 games, 105 wins. I mean, we, we turn this season around to the point where, you know – top three, you know, best record in baseball. And, and we, we've been literally devastated all year. And it just, just because of the runs and the offense, it's yeah, like you said, it's just flying, you know, under the radar. <laughs> As we watch Luis Sessa give up a nice home run into right. I'm happy. Yeah, really I'm... going under the radar. I mean, one, one more, one more, one more run, and we have to bring Chapman in. Get, get, get your buckle your seatbelts. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just happy. Uh, Randall Grichik hasn't killed us yet tonight. I mean, we, we should talk about this. How do, you, how do you guys feel about Chapman going into the playoffs? Because he's this is a, yeah. a couple, a couple of years in a row. He's been kind of up and down, and I mean, he's 31 or, or so. The velocity is kind of 
kind of dipping a bit. And, you know, at least for me, like, I I think, you know, um, the Yankees are kind of looking for like a, you know, a reliever or even a starter who's going to kind of carry them into the playoffs. So, I mean, you you know, do you guys feel comfortable with like a, like a Chapman closing in the playoffs just because he's been so erratic lately? I I still think in a big game, he's going to come up clutch. I I think, I I think he's been relying a little too much on his slider. It's been great, but I, I mean, right. if you have if you have that fastball, I mean, use it, man. And and the last couple of games we've seen him, you know, hit that radar. Hit the last uh, I think it was the other night he pitched one hundred two. The last pitch he threw hit one hundred two. So yeah, I mean, I, I still trust him in a big spot. Honestly, the guy that scares me is is, is, is Zach Britton. In a, in a, in, a, in a, he's our setup guy. I mean, I love you know he throws his, his pitch in the dirt, he sinker in the dirt. But you know the amount of walks he he puts he lets up sometimes getting I mean, guys on base. It scares he he scares me more than Chapman, honestly. I mean, personally, I I've never I've never seen between Britain and Chapman in in my life. I've been watching baseball since what I'm four years old. I've never seen relief pitchers with under three ERAs give me this much worry. Like going into a game, like it it is it is a little bit concerning. Like every time they're they come in the game, I do kind of shit my pants a little bit. And, but they're but they're. <laughs> But they're phenomenal pitchers. So when when it comes playoffs, will will Chapman buckle down? I think he will. I agree with you, Nick. Though I'm not. I I don't know about Britain. I, let's hope. You know. Wait, wait. So let, let, let's say Batances comes back and he's back. I mean, I don't know if he'll have enough time to prove that he's back to himself. I mean, he'll have the whole month of September. You'd say. Would you rather Batances be the eighth inning guy? I mean, they seem to like Britain in that eighth inning. But then you've got Ottavino and Canley, who both have ERAs under two. I like. I like Ottavino. I like Ottavino. I would like Ottavino, Batances, and Chapman late, late, honestly. And then I would, I would, I would let Britain come in, you know, where he can. I would, I would, I would replace Britain with Batances. But then again, you know, you don't really. That's the other thing that's sketchy. Um, how, how many, you know, how many innings is he going to get? Even you know when he comes back. And the other thing is summer. when 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 Batances lets a runner on base, he cannot hold a runner on to save his life. And so that's automatic. He can't. That's huge in a playoff scenario, you know, when, yeah. when they when the rosters, you know, got you know, teams are gonna have like pinch running specialists yeah. and, and guys on base, you know. In two thousand seventeen, we actually didn't even see him. We barely saw him go in a playoff game because of that reason. You can't throw to first base when a runner's on. Yeah, exactly. no, it's huge. I mean, you 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 know, you I mean, dude, dude, that's one of the, you know, high leverage situation. You can't have guys basically a walk means he's on second base. That could literally mean the game right there. Definitely. I mean, so it, 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 there's not a lot to complain about. The Yankees are running away with the AL East. I mean, it, it's been unbelievable since they started off six and nine. They've been playing what would I say yesterday? Uh, Seven fifty baseball. Basically, they if they continued that pace, they would be on pace for like 123 wins or some like they've been playing insane. I can't stress enough. They haven't had their ace. They haven't had one of their best relievers. They haven't had half their roster. They continue to do it. Honestly, the division's wrapped up. Home field is going to be huge because we saw in that series against Houston two years ago, the home team won every game. The Yankees got to get home field. The Bronx is a huge advantage in the in the postseason. If we have home field, I feel confident. Granky is a mental midget. He'll melt. <laughs> he'll melt. He'll melt in October. Uh, you know, just get the pitch count up of Verlander and get into the bull- our bullpen against their bullpen. I'm going to roll with our bullpen all day. We just need our starters to be decent. Just be decent. Five innings, two runs. That's all I ask. Do you think they purposely it, throw Granky uh, in Houston? Yeah, in Houston. I, I would do. I, I, 
well, depending on where how the series lines up, I would yeah, I would have if, if you're if you're game one, game two in the Bronx, I would do Verlander Cole. If it's in Houston game one, uh if it's in Houston game one, game two, I'd have Granky pitch game two and Verlander game one. Agreed. I would if if possible, not have Granky pitch at Yankee Stadium if, if I'm Houston. Yeah, I mean you you've he's been on the record as saying he'd rather throw a one hitter than a no hitter. Because he doesn't want the attention. I mean, I mean, as as a competitor, as a professional athlete, that's preposterous. That sounds like a that sounds like a neutered pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it's, it's well, legit no, ridiculous to say that's why, that. That's why you had a no trade with the Yankees, I think. Right? He just did. He did not want to come here. Oh by any God. No. Uh, he, if, you, if you think Sonny Gray was bad in New York, that that guy wouldn't have lasted two minutes. I mean, I mean, I, if if memory serves me right, he pitched in the 2015 Game Five uh, ALDS against the Mets, and I I I don't think he handled it very well. I I think he was the the pitcher of record on the loss column. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, you know, you just brought them up. Let, let's transition into them real quick. How about the New York Metropolitans? Like, you know, they're, they're New York baseball. We're obviously all Yankee fans, but how? I mean, granted, they haven't played the best teams, but you got to play who's on your schedule. And now they've got a big series this weekend coming up against the Nationals. How about the Mets? Their pitching rotation. I mean, they added Stroman at the deadline. This is what we knew they were capable of. They've got four aces, and Mats pitched good yesterday. <laughs> Talk a little bit about the Mets. The flushing five. You know what? To be honest, if they make the playoffs and, and they, they get past that wild card, because I don't think they're winning the division, they're a scary team. Man. They are, man. If, they, if, they're pitching, if their pitching gets hot, they have un, uh, like unlimited amount of pitching. You know, they don't really need much offense. Everybody knows, really, um, that, you know, you ride your pitching in, in the postseason anyways. I mean, that you, they really rode that staff in, 2000, in 2015, right? And um, obviously, we all know what happened with Matt Harvey. <laughs> Um, but they pretty. But you're basically did, replacing Harvey with Strowman. Stro- they just they just plugged in that Harvey slot with Strowman, and they're back. Yeah, so they are. They they could be scary. They they could be scary if they sneak into the playoffs. They could make some noise. Yeah, I I really like their team. Alonzo and McNeil have been unbelievable. Conforto's been red hot. So I mean, and and Justin Wilson since he's come back has been good out of the bullpen. Seth Lugo's been lights out. Maybe if Edwin Diaz can return to somewhat of what he was last year. I I mean, I've been saying it and on our uh, regular trilogy podcast when we return next week, we'll, we'll talk to uh, du- uh, Matt about it. And, uh, he, you know, I'll see you his thoughts. But I think the Mets are a much better team than the Phillies right now. The Phillies have no rotation after Aaron Nola. They have a, a lineup that's pretty good, but they have, just like the Mets, they have no bullpen. But the, the rotation is the difference. The Phillies, to me, are the same team they were last year. They're a, a, a Two game above five hundred team. They are not making the playoffs. I don't see that. I actually think the Mets are good, and and you could potentially have a one game wild card Scherzer versus Degrom. How great would that be? And, and the Mets, the Mets have sneaky players too, like like uh, Dom Smith having a huge year. And I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I think JD Davis is hitting like three hundred. He's been a good sign. That, that's one of the like one of the good signings that uh, Brody made. And and Wilson Ramos has been red hot. He, I mean, he's a good offensive hitting catcher. I think the the Mets have a great one through six lineup right now, and it's really coming together. Um, the only the only concern I have for the Mets, and you've kind of seen it let them down in the 2015 World Series, was is there is their defense? I don't. I think there's one too many guys out of position right now for them to make a serious run. 
Um, so that I mean, other than that, they pitch it well. They hit it, you know. Their their hitting, you know, come around. But I don't know if their defense is going to carry them, you know, deep in October. What, and- what if they what if what if they made it all the way to the World Series and so did the Yankees? Did this is going to be the goofiest thing I ever said? But too too bad they don't still have the uh, the this year's Yankee killer, Travis Darno. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, three homers, five RBIs. <laughs> Dude, Yankee that, Stadium. That, that, that ninth inning against Chapman, that home run. Oh my god! Ridiculous. Oh yeah. my god! But and then also, so Cano's injury too. So they've got uh, McNeil back in the infield. And then you've got Lagaris, who God, he is an awful hitter. He has to play every day. So they, they're lacking some depth. But hey, the Mets can make a run. Uh, I, I don't know if we're going to talk Subway Series, but uh, I mean, I mean, it's you, possible. With that how about the, how about of the, course. How about the Todd father? Dude, Frazier's been coming around. I mean, when it, when he's a professional, you know, he's a good presence in the clubhouse. He still has a good glove, and he can still hit at a, at a, at a productive clip. He That's can still hit a productive hit clip. Yeah. Uh, Ho-hum, ho another another base hit for Gio Urshela. <laughs> Dude, Gio Urshela right now is just on fire. I mean, it's almost to the point where what are we going to do with Andujar when he comes back next Dude, year? I mean I- – I, I, I don't know, and, and and you could say DH, but Stanton is a DH at this point. It, he, it, he, just, he, he just is. It's a crazy problem to have, but uh, with that rookie season he had, it's hard to like say you don't have a spot for Andujar. But it's like I don't, I don't even know anymore. We have so many guys; it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, you can't really put him in the outfield because, by all intents and purposes, our outfield's pretty locked up for the next like I'd say you know five years at least. You know, you know, with not to, with. Not, not to mention the 16-year-old prodigy Cashman went after. Yeah, Jason <laughs> Jason Dominguez. Bufo, when, uh, Matt, when you say the um, outfield's locked up for the next uh, couple of years, are you referring to Judge Hicks and Taukman? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're going to move Stanton, you know, I mean, he's got he's got this ridiculous, goofy contract. Dude, that, cur- that's gonna, courtesy that's of the Marlins. Like, that's going to hurt. Like, I mean, he's just got to play DH every year, and if he can stay healthy, he's gonna hit forty home runs. But that's the thing is, is I, like, what is this guy? What is his injury? What, is, what? He's played nine games this year. He didn't, he didn't tear his ACL. He didn't. He didn't rupture anything. Like, where is he? Where is he? different injuries? Like, it's been yeah. Oh bicep, yeah. It's been shoulder. A, now it's the the, the calf or the what? Bruise. It's been a bicep. It's been a shoulder, a calf, and now this is his his knee. So he resumed, it's been ba- four he, he resumed baseball activities today. They said, "I, I mean, with his yeah. what are with his baseball activities? I mean, we've had Ellsbury <laughs> resume baseball activities for two years, <laughs> two <laughs> years now. Greg Greg Bird has been doing baseball activities for the better part of twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen. You know, what's Greg Bird's story? <laughs> with with all the injuries we had at first base, it, it might have been a kind of a nice thing to have Greg Bird maybe decide he could play a game every now and then, but." Dude, what a boss that guy is! Dude, a, do you guys want to know what, what? What do you guys want to know? What Greg Bird's stats are for, um, for for this year? Do so he, he's he's played ten games. He has one homer, one RBI. <laughs> what's, what's batting average? <laughs> His batting average is one sixty or one seventy one. He's six <laughs> for thirty five. Dude, but here's the fun. But you want to hear something funnier? He's played one more game than Giancarlo Stanton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true, but, and, but and, you got to give Greg Berg some, so you know, a little, a little bit of credit. There's still some talent there. In 186 games, he has 32 and 98. 
So yeah, there's I mean, something there. Over a season, yeah, over a season. The thing is, I, I don't know if this guy's ever going to stay on the field. Oh, he can't stay on the field. If I, mean, I, if I have, but like Nick, if I have to hear from from like the Yankees organization about this guy's swing one more time, <laughs> I'm gonna freak out. He's got the most beautiful swing. Okay, get That's in great. the game. We don't see it. And, oh, and 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 the, the other thing that drives me, the thing that drives me insane is when I when I see the highlight of. Greg Bird hitting the home run of Andrew Miller in game three of the ALDS. Like, cool. He had one big hit in his life. At the time, I was kind of like, ho-hum, we're probably still going to lose this game. That- but, but it literally it literally kind of turned around, like, the, their entire postseason if, run. If, if the Yankees went on to win the World Series that year, I think Greg Bird could have gone down as a legend. <laughs> and he, he hit pretty well in that postseason. He did. He, he, he got some really big hits. It's just crazy to think how much he fell off. I mean, 2018 was like, you know, a forgotten year. And this year, I mean, he might as well just, you know, camp out in the, on the I.L. and just like, you know, make re- make his residence there. It, it, it truly is. It, it was ridiculous. I mean, so, I mean, there's not a lot to complain about with the Yankees. Meanwhile, um, meanwhile we're going to have – a well, heads that, up double. Meanwhile, a heads up double from uh from Maben. Dude, that? I, I, that was that's the, that was great, dude. dude Maben Maben has been amazing. Like, oh my god, he had four hits yesterday. I think he has like two or three more. Like, how are how are they gonna leave either Maben, Talkman, or Gardner off this roster? Like, it, it, it's crazy. And and you know what? I I forgot to touch upon this later, but you know what? Like, you know, a guy like Talkman, Maben, Lemayhu, they've been bringing to the team that they didn't have last year is. Contact and speed. Oh my like god! He's, yeah. These guys are ball players, and like you kind of see how much of a difference that makes when you can take an extra base or put a ball and in about, play. And think about two. And think about two thousand. Oh my god! Wow. And think about yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> and think about last year's in the playoffs. Um, like you look at guys like um, you know Aaron Hicks, Luke Voigt, Stanton. They like I mean most of our lineup did. I don't mean to single out people, but they look dead. Like. I, all hitting like two twenty, you know, for the whole postseason or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, you look, if that if that happens again, you're just gonna be kicking yourself. Like, I mean, I mean, hopefully we'll be able to get most of them on the roster, but you'll be kicking yourself. Like, where was Mike Talkman? You know what I mean? You just gotta look at that. You gotta look at that at bat from game game four of the of the ALDS last year, where Stanton just whiffed at whatever three sliders in the dirt. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I mean, in the biggest moment of his Yankee career, and he like just he came up lame. <laughs> it's a robot. He looks like a robot, like closing his eyes and programmed to swing. <laughs> it, it, it's. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, 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 I like John Carlos Stan. I really do. But like, if he comes back and he like struggles, like you're taking one of these guys out of the lineup. I, you, I know you have to play Stan because of how much money he's making, but like. Oh, there's a yeah, oh my god, Talkman again, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look at that, look at that piece of hitting, fighting off a pitch inside, driving it the other way, you know, just, just getting the bat on the ball, just adding, the just as we're ball. talking about this, you know, Talkman, like, Talkman, another four RBIs, the Yankees with another bait, uh, with another uh, twelve runs, <laughs> Dude, another was... night, nine in a row, just another night. And now, we, and now we have a runner in scoring position for Austin Romine, Romy, my homie. Austin Powers one. Uh, real quick, let's uh, wrap things up. But I wanted to mention football started tonight, preseason. The Jets and the Giants are playing. Um, Daniel Jones, his first drive, 
five for five, 67 yards passing and a touchdown. He looked great. Sam Darnold, four for five, 68 yards and a touchdown. Dwayne Haskins threw two interceptions. Oh, oh God. So, no way. Obviously, it's preseason, doesn't mean much, but hey, this is going to be a controversy all season. I know uh, Joe is an Eagles fan, in case you don't know, and and, uh, Matt is a Jets fan, but this is going to be a thing all season for the Giants. They brought back Eli Manning, they drafted Daniel Jones early. It's going to be a controversy all season. If Eli struggles at all, you're going to hear it from day one. I'm sure on WFAN tomorrow, you're going to already start hearing it. We want Daniel Jones to start from day one. He looked good. I want to see the kid play, but you know it, it's going to be interesting uh, to see to see how this goes. And I think the Jets should have a decent team as well. But obviously, we're putting all our eggs in the in the Yankee basket. Um, Absolutely, sports team. Absolutely, Absolutely. We don't even need to address the Knicks. No, let's let's forget they even exist. Um, So next week we'll have our regular episode of Trilogy Sports Podcast with Matt and Chewy return, and then we've actually got something very special planned. So next Saturday, uh, the three of us and our other friend Brad are going to be going to the Yankee game. We're going to be taking a a nice long ride from New Jersey to Yankee Stadium when we go and pregame at Billy's slam a couple brews maybe do a power hour before we go and then go into the stadium and watch and guys i don't know i didn't tell you this the early projected pitching matchup is zach Plezak against james big maple paxton <laughs> so i, I look the I maple look, i look forward to that um but on that ride when we go from uh new jersey to the yankee game we are going to do a podcast recording from the uber so we'll have a couple drinks in us. We'll have a poor individual. I, I feel so bad for this guy or, or gal that has to drive us. Um, but we will record a podcast episode on the way to the Yankee game. So I think that should be a, a real fun episode uh, to listen to. Oh, dude, that, that's going to be – I mean, what other podcast you have out there recording – an, an episode in route to the Yankee game in an in an Uber. Some poor soul is going to be like, "What if I, what, what if I get myself? Like, what if I, yeah, and I can't wait." Cause you know this hundred dollar payment is not worth this. It, 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 it's completely going to be rowdy. It's going to be it's going to be hilarious. And trust me, for whoever's going to be listening to it, it's going to be more than entertaining. <laughs> we're we're gonna yeah we're we're gonna pound some brews, do some shots, and then take an Uber. About how how far is it, Joe? About a hundred, uh, what, 50, 60 miles? Yeah, hour, hour, hour long hour, ride. Hour ten, hour fifteen. <laughs> We're all from Pitton Falls, New Jersey, to the Bronx. There we go. So that that that'll be fun. So we'll, we'll record that. We'll have it up next uh, next weekend. So that should be a good time. And then Matt and Chewy return. Uh, see what they have to say. Matt's been real quiet. Matt, I'm gonna call you out right now. You you've been real quiet there. I haven't talked much about the Phillies. Look, man, the Phillies, man. And, and how about those Nationals? Mad Max, man. He's still on the IL, though. Hey, it's going to be interesting. We'll talk about um, that. We'll preview some uh, NFL. We'll get into that. So, uh, Matt and Joe, thank you for joining me. Uh, we'll see you guys again next week when we do that special edition on the way to the Yankee game. Looks like it'll be another Yankee victory here tonight. That'll be nine in a row. So, we are well on our way. I thank you guys for joining us here tonight. Thanks, bud. Thanks Thanks, for having me. Thanks, man. Always a pleasure.
All right. We will see uh, all you guys. Thank you for listening once again. Subscribe. Give us five stars. And we will see you next week for the normal Trilogy Sports podcast episode. Thanks, guys.